Welcome to the suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And this, uh, yo, man, you good? Yeah, it, 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 it's been a long fight. It's been a long fight, man. And I just have to have a warrior spirit, that's all. Realize was perfect for smoking. Because I never listened to this Stevie album. This is from Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants. It's Power Flower. In the daylight, when I was driving around, this is perfect. Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants? Yeah. So this was about weed? It was the music to a documentary. Oh. But this is after he did songs in the key of life. And everybody was like, yo, Stevie got a new project. And then they're like, what the fuck is this shit? Hmm. But in hindsight. I don't think I've ever heard this either. This is very daytime. This is like Saturday morning. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Go chill in the park music. (laughs) Oh, I was vibing. This is so, this is like, this is the epitome of, of like, 70s feel, like, yes. early 80s. This was 79, mm. so yeah. I feel like all aspects and, like, genres of music was trippy in the 70s. Yeah. Because what, was this considered R&B back then? It's considered pop. pop. The genre on, in iTunes is called pop. Mm. But it still has that trippy. What made everything trippy? Is it the bass? The instrumentation in the 70s was just <clears throat> different. And then the new technology is what made everything flow a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And then plus everybody was was not afraid to be influenced by each other. Like that bass line to me. And then plus the synthesizers and the stuff. The synthesizers. Like um he was heavy into the the other thing about the seventies is the post production is when that was like the golden era. Mm-hmm. So you got people like Pink Floyd making magic at Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. And then you got Stevie doing all the stuff he was doing with production. So, everybody was just, I don't know. The technology was perfect. People still knew how to play instruments. So, it was just a different vibe. Also, there was a lot of influence from, like, reggae and other parts of the world coming back into, like, black music. Mm -hmm. So, it was feeding into more Afrocentric vibes. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like music back then was also way more about um, like creating a specific like vibe. Yeah. Like nowadays we get that more so on the R&B side, but like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like with lo-fi shit and just like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that's specifically for just like chilling and being mellow. But I feel like most of the music back then was all about chilling and being mellow or just super happy 
mm. bubbly, like setting the mood. I mean, that's music in general, but but now people try to do like playlists to set yeah. a vibe. Mm-hmm. Back then, artists were like, "Yo, this whole album go rot." It was like, "Yo, you go listen to both sides of this, and you go learn and love From every top part to of this." Bottom, yeah. yeah, I mean, you it got was more intentional. You also had hella competition. Like, yeah. think about it. You got Stevie, Prince, Prince Michael, MJ. Who else was ahead? Um, the Isley Brothers. Um, Lionel Richie. You getting the Commodores. Like, OJs. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's too much. Al Green. Yeah. That's a lot. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Barry Otis White. Redding. Isaac Hayes. <laughs> Those are just the niggas. And those are and that's not even like a scrape. No. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of them niggas out here. Then you got Bob Marley is still alive. You got Eric Clapton, David Bowie, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin. Uh I love me some Stevie though. That's gonna be heavy in my like wedding playlist, my reception playlist. When I was riding around listening to this song, I was like, man, I just want to chill. With I just want to have a wife and chill kids with and my baby, right? Know, my baby's running around. Stevie's Stevie, on Stevie, the make life. that he make that grown ass family man music. Yeah, like man, <laughs> no, nah, what you do the Saturday? I sat around with my wife and listened to Stevie Wonder, nigga. What the fuck did you do? <clears throat> Nothing as cool as that. Hell yeah, nah, Stevie. Ooh, that's he's just—he's mm. a fucking genius, and like people be throwing genius around. Nah, this nigga, that shit sounds beautiful today. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna be able to just sit around and listen to little baby. <laughs> and my my favorite Stevie songs, honestly, have like stuck. Like they haven't really evolved. Like as has been my song for a while. Uh, I love ass. Isn't she lovely? Master Blaster. Um, what is my other favorite? This is one of my favorites. Um, I like the ballad. I like Stevie ballads. So it knocks me off my feet. Mm. Mm. That is definitely a golden one. You and I. Ribbon in the sky. Reminds me of that time that uh, Adam Levine sang this, and when he got to that part, this black woman in the crowd was like, "Sing, baby." (laughs) When the fuck did he sing this? This was like the early days of Maroon Five, because you know niggas was fucking with Maroon Five. That song was about Jade album went hard. This is true. Black women. Was definitely on some Adam Levine. Yeah. Especially me. <laughs> I am black women. <laughs> Straight up. I feel like they just stopped, though. Like, as far as, like, musical innovation, they were like, we pop now. Yeah, we just gonna sit in this lane. And I mean, it worked he's for He's been hosting, uh, what you call it? The Voice. Yeah. So it's like, that's his new gig, like... It's so weird to see like Gwen Stefani on The Voice, and it's like that was like the cool white chick. That was so many niggas' first white crush, cause she just seemed cool as fuck. She was cool as fuck. Culturally appropriating everything, not 
Not one. Literally not had two. Harajuku girls. Yes. Whew. And had cholos. And we loved it. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's I, I before anybody was woke. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure some some hotels, some hotels that were like, nah, no. See, my brother, that's what you doing wrong. Less <laughs> than after these white, white women. women. <laughs> <laughs> the way they say white white women. <laughs> We got to cut. We got to cut so much shit out. Oh shit! Is that the episode title? Just funny. She's just fucking lame. It's Cause she's fucking lame. Um. Wow. Okay. Well. <laughs> this hour. <laughs> now that we've talked our shit. <laughs> So, friend, how are you? You know, booked and busy. <laughs> Literally. Um, Start episode at 58 minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, excited for the season. I love the holiday season. I feel like it's going to be a better, less depressing season for me, especially if I stay busy. Um you know just out here doing what i do i've been really i've been really getting into photography again like i love doing my sister's photo shoot oh i gotta show you i gotta show you the roll of footage roll that beautiful footage i haven't even edited any of these but when i put them edits on it don't make it I can't wait the colors are so vibrant it's gonna work perfect mm-hmm. yeah we out here in our uh bag super in the bag you becoming the superstar michael <laughs> <laughs> i'm out here i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i'm just out here <laughs> nigga you right here neck neck and neck if not in front of me i'm just it's just it's crazy man we are like we really are doing this shit it's nuts almost three years later yeah and we're finally (laughs) getting asked to do shit but see that's the thing that's the thing about hard work is you never know when it's gonna pay off but as long as you keep putting it in it's gonna happen also these are like the times to where <clears throat> like the days we didn't feel like doing this shit or the days that we just were like over this shit it's like man I look he hate doing this shit <laughs> <laughs> or when I couldn't get sound right or we couldn't when for, schedules didn't match and dude this time last year it was so hard for us to get in a room yeah and then it would be like cause I was just so busy trying to like make money and <laughs> not go into debt yeah shit was fucking hard last year i was just trying to make sure i didn't lose my mind got to the brink of it and then i don't know everything that's opened up Mm -hmm. um but yeah let's talk about bad hair okay so (laughs) tell me what you thought um i saw it it was uh (laughs) i saw it oh shit it's (laughs) I get that it was a parody of like 
horror movies. It was like a horror parody. I get that. Mm-hmm. And satire. It's a, all right. I have a lot. For one, it was made by uh, just, what's his name, Justin Simeon, mm-hmm. the dude that did Dear White People. Mm-hmm. His stuff be kind of hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I look at him almost like a Lena Waith, mm. who. In this movie, though, was funny as shit. She, yeah, she Lena did do well. And it made me forget that... I mean, it made me remember that Lena Waithe is a very funny actress. Yeah. Like, in Master of None, she is perfect. I like Lena Waithe as an actress, I think, more than... As a creative, she just be doing a little too much preachy shit. And I be feeling the same way about Justin Simeon. Mm. Like, the movie Dear White People is awful. The show is fucking amazing. The show is good. He was able to flesh out stuff. It mm-hmm. wasn't so much like, this is a character. Had more developments. Yeah. I... Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I liked it or if I hated it. Yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, some of the stuff just felt... I liked the vibe that it was given, like late 80s going into 90s the music seemed authentic i agree with that uh at first i didn't realize that was kelly yeah it did not look like her i think i i I actually realized that immediately but i was trying to make the connection with why they were doing that weird shit with her eyes but then her nose looked different at first i don't know if it was just her features look different when you change Certain they, variables. They may have also did like some extra contouring just to go with the whole like when she has this weave in, she looks more. It was like damn. Acceptable. So they just they just said Janet Jackson's neck like that, huh? Yeah, I was literally like, so she Janet Jackson. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so y'all just go rip off the pleasure principle video. That's like that's very flagrant. Did y'all talk to Janet about this? She or? might. Sis might have wanted to be involved. <laughs> She might have. She might have gave the go ahead. Um, what's the the lead character's name? What's her name? Who? She's very gorgeous in real life. I just don't like the fact that when they be trying to make somebody ugly, mm. they be doing all these weird facial expressions. You're like you a bad bitch. I I can see that shit. <laughs> they they also um mad colors. They 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 approached her, and maybe it's because she was the main character. But they approached her angles weird, differently than everybody else's too. She has unique features, but they try they didn't they didn't soften those until later. Mm-hmm. And it also went along with like her confidence as a character. Mm-hmm. So I, I from a from a standpoint, I can get why that worked, and it actually did work out very well. Because as she got more confidence, I was like, man, she's sexy. As she looked better, yeah. Like when she uh, went off on uh, Jay Farrow's character, it was like, nigga. I was like, yeah, I'm here. This, I mean, she already my type. <laughs> <laughs> a bug eyed girl with a big ass forehead. True. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then she became a bad bitch. Like, oh, <laughs> bad again. <clears throat> What's her name? Uh, L. Wait, no, not yeah, L. Lorraine. What's her name? They got Vanessa Williams still out here playing characters she was playing in the eighties. Vanessa Williams 
it's not aging well. No. Or either that or they didn't do a good treatment on her. They tried to make her look too young. Yeah, like the them super bright ass lipsticks and all that bright like cheek color. I didn't I didn't like her having the super dark hair. Like we all know Vanessa Williams has a naturally light brown hair. Yeah. The hair was too stark on her, but I guess that was also a part of the horror. They also did they kind of didn't make Laverne Cox look good oh no and she always looks pretty they i mean i feel like they're trying to make everybody who had bought into the the weave side of life look scary but it did because laverne's makeup was very like messy and like it made her look tired and kind of beat up and even her hair was like that also is a bad interpretation of what 80s style was yeah that's true too as far as like that style mm-hmm. now the uh like lena waits character i loved all her outfits yeah the main character was killing with her outfits oh me and because me and jay watched it together and we were all like we were both sitting there like damn these outfits are cute as fuck like the one where she's got i can't remember is that it's after she killed her her landlord which we're gonna talk about that in a second <laughs> um and she's in there with the white blouse and got the gold chain Mm -hmm. i was like that is a dope ass fucking outfit and it 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 popped so well on her the one that i distinctly remember was um what had happened i remember because she was walking she was walking on the sidewalk but it was nighttime this was before the weave happened (laughs) before weave era um (laughs) It was like some crop pants, a blazer, and maybe some boots or something. But I was like, these outfits are fly AF. Like, wardrobe did really good. Yeah, they knocked out of part. Yeah. Usher. Usher gonna be able to play. Usher's hair. So was he supposed to be Bobby Brown? I, I kind of got the vibe that he was supposed to be like... You know, like in Purple Rain, how Morris Day always had Jerome with the mirror, like as his assistant. Mm-hmm. I always got the, that Usher was supposed to be Sasha's assistant. Mm-hmm. So he was just a a minor character. But yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely looked like an R&B nigga in the 80s. His wig was absolutely terrible. It wasn't as bad as Jay Farrow's. No, that's true. <laughs> That is definitely the fuck true. The only Ooh, yeah. decent wig for a man was Blair Underwood's. Yeah. He okay. looked like a professor ass nigga. He's almost gotten typecast now as that. He's definitely. He plays the same nigga every time. Especially in these Justin Simeon situations. Because now he's been. The professor in Dear, Dear White, White People. People. And here he is again. Like upper echelon black black man black bourgeoisie what i didn't understand um like during her i guess haunting phase when she did have the hair in why they kept flashing back to the family at the table that's why i didn't get either with the hair kind of coming down into the room i guess that's her first bad hair memory though because she got burned 
the scout. Hmm. Also, it but it was it was such a switch because her who was it her aunt who was the lady the the was it her mom that, that Blair was, was that I was guess. that was the aunt and that aunt and mom uh, the aunt and uncle they took her in okay 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 so that's why in the beginning the the cousin was like you may actually uh, look oh like yeah you belong it this was family. her cousin it was her cousin because I at first I was like okay she's adopted. But then it, it was actually family. Yeah. So it, it was weird, like when they kept flashing back to the family in the dining room, because in the beginning, the aunt had like, you know, the fabulous 80s feathers and like, you know, just full, big, like perfect hair. But then in the in the flashes, she had like bright, like a braided updo. And I want to say was Blair wearing like a dashiki type? like. Yeah. So was it like her ancestors were haunting her also like ancestral? I don't know. I couldn't make the connection. I think it was just a connection to where she felt like she didn't belong there. And hair was part of the reason. And they were just like mocking her. They were a representation of her of beauty standards. But he was also super woke. Yeah. And he criticized her for believing in fairy tales mm-hmm. and i was like yeah, it had moments of being like okay this is a good concept like when they were talking about the, like the black people that could fly mm-hmm. like because those are actual stories from our mythology but it was just some of it just wasn't well thought out and then some of it just seemed unnecessary it was like what was the point of having james vanderbeek's character be like the professor or whatever he was the, the manager boss supervisor yeah but then at the end he was also the descendant of the owners oh yeah and then <laughs> this is the part that i don't get because it's just part of like rape culture why the fuck did we have to have a, a rape scene i also had that question it was so unnecessary and it was I'm sure for a lot of women it would be triggering because that shit was just fucked up. That is, I think that's when I really started to have a problem with the movie and the narrative and what was going on. I was like, okay, like I already knew where this was going, but this is a lot. (laughs) Yeah. This movie is too silly to have some of this shit in it. And and it's crazy though because even though it's it's satire supposed to be satire and you know I'm saying like horror parody, it did have some moments that was kind of like oh like that was like really chilling. The last scenes with uh, Vanessa Williams' face going through that shit scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> It did have some chilling moments like that. So I don't know. It just. It was it, it it was too much. Yeah. For it to be just about hair. And then. But was it even really about hair? I don't know. Because none of that was ever really thought out. Was it about hair or was it about. A man's interpretation of black women's hair. Because. 
Uh, even in the beginning when she was, uh, I've never had my hair picked. Mm-hmm. Like, baby girl, you are not that tender headed. Your curls were clearly <laughs> managed well enough to where you didn't had a comb run through your fucking hair. Mm-hmm. You didn't had your hair braided because every black person has had their hair braided. <laughs> <laughs> These are facts. Man, woman, and child. Every black person has had their hair braided at some point. These are facts. That is our culture. And if you want me to believe in your black ass house that they never combed your hair or braided your hair, get the fuck out of here. So here's my thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I tweeted about this. Um, But I'm over it. I don't want to see. I don't want to see no more movies about black women in their hair anymore i think after going from you watching good hair and then watching bad hair for good hair i already didn't feel like for why is a man why why was it chris rock but that was i mean his girls is what made him yeah but that also it's still just like kick-started the natural hair movement perspective of from from men yeah about black women's hair so that's like my first issue but two it's just like why do we have all this focus on black women specifically in their hair it sells it's very it's annoying honestly like i watched i wanted to watch the movie because it looked like it was gonna be like a good little halloween movie uh good good little black halloween movie but seeing some of the stuff it's just like so this is still about trying to push women away or push black women specifically away from wearing weaves or you know putting chemicals in their hair and i understand that to an extent but the depths in which <laughs> he went to basically scare women out of this part of of I guess a beauty ritual for some people it's like why do you feel like number one it's your place to to tell women what to do with their hair and what they should or shouldn't be doing like I understand it's about embrace who you are and and not necessarily falling to uh eurocentric beauty standards i get that part but to go as far as to make it like such this horror and like haunting thing and and i don't know to me it just it just it just went too far because we're not the only women that wear weaves and wigs and put chemicals in our hair and yeah but i'm not saying that you're not right because you're definitely right but i think there is a marketability level to black hair that is not in other people's hair the levels that black people spend money on our hair but men women and children i don't like I honestly, I don't see a huge difference. Now, I get that there's a difference between cultures, but do you know how much white women pay to get their hair colored and cut? 
It's a it's an easy two to three hundred dollar service. You know how much these white celebrities paying for their wigs and yeah. their tracks and their extensions and their micro links and all this other bullshit. Yeah, but some of these regular white people ain't paying for that shit. These regular black people paying hundreds of thousands for this shit. But that's also just a part of our culture. Yeah, but it's so so. Why are we making it this? Why are you trying to make it this thing to? To let go of like adding hair into your hair has always been something. It's always been a part of culture, period. Like, yeah, at one point, only white, rich white people were wearing wigs. You know what I'm saying? Like, but adding things into your hair has always just been a cultural thing. So I'm just trying to figure out why there's trying to be this line that's splitting it like, oh, like, let go of all of this. I don't. Because it's bad. I didn't get that vibe though. That's what I got. I mean, I could, I definitely see that vibe because she at the end she ended up taking a weave out. But I also got that vibe. I got the vibe that that was playing more so into what eighty standards were. Eighty standards for beauty. Is it because I don't feel like natural the natural hair movement was. I feel like that was because that's coming off of Jerry Curl. We going into you know what I'm saying presses and then you know relaxers with all the styles and the ponytails. But you got to remember this is set like eighty eight, eighty nine. That is definitely in the middle of the Pan African movement, where it was natural hairstyles and everything. You got Queen Latifah. You got Sister Soldier. You got um that was that was the first hotel well that was not the first hotel movement but that was like that pan-african movement was definitely a wave back then so those criticisms were actually going on Mm -hmm. at that time and it was definitely people being like yo why you don't want to wear your hair natural like that's that's been a movement for a while it's just that it's also happened in our adult lives where we've seen that happen yeah but i think 80 standards of beauty especially the crossover back then was a little different than what it is now so back then it was you weren't getting on tv if your hair looked a certain way mm-hmm. it's the same thing as like they didn't want let michael jackson or prince on mtv that's why them niggas had to do rock shit mm-hmm. so there's a little basis in that but i think like looking at it from i get your point of view especially like now because that's definitely what we see a lot of men say and a lot of people say we like yeah y'all don't I like my women natural I, I like think it. I just feel like now 2020 specifically and and at least maybe the last 5 years weaves have become something a little bit different it's not necessarily so much about it's not 100% about a look on the outside because yeah. now they're protective style. People are looking at them more as protective styles and the way that they are utilized and installed is a little bit different. Like back in the day, if you wanted to weave, most of the time you was getting that shit glued in your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sew-ins happened. But even still, like that became damaging because people were either braiding too tight or sewing too tight. And now we have wigs. It's a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't feel like now... 
weaves and wigs are utilized in the ways that they used to be used to weaves and wigs are just about like covering up your nappy hair and trying to now obviously that's still a big part of it today but that's also why it was set in that time in the 80s yeah so it's a little different to like look at it from that point because at that time that was definitely the thing like oh girl your hair nappy Mm-hmm. When you're wearing your natural hair, that was definitely the anti-blackness of the '80s. Mm-hmm. That's why niggas was fucking wearing Jerry curls. Michael Jackson burned his fucking scalp. Everybody was trying to fake good hair. Yeah, or Indian in me, right? <laughs> Lena Waithe, <laughs> right? But that it's the complexity of blackness in America. So it, yeah, at times it can seem like it's a little heavy. He was definitely heavy-handed with it. Mm-hmm. But I think for the era that he he chose the right era to explore that. The right part, I think, really is what put it over the top for me. Because it was just like, damn, like, you, you're not only saying that, you know, me buying into this market is anti-black or, you know, harmful. But you're saying that I'm opening myself to up white to... Men. They're not just white men, but fucking rape. Like you're, yeah, you're was, basically saying that if I make myself look more desirable, then people will take advantage of that. Then I could be harmed. And yeah. it's just like I don't, I don't want women to feel like if you know what I'm saying, like they don't ashamed to look good or get dolled out or afraid to do that because of the possibility of rape, even though. Real life thing. I mean, rape in general. It don't matter what you look like. Yeah. So that's. I think that's why. Like I. I didn't like. That was the disconnect for me. I'm like, okay, you went way too far with this shit. I. I see. Because it. It literally went from, the beginning. You know, her owing money, and him being on her ass about it. To no, nah, don't worry about the money. Like now you look good, <laughs> quote unquote. I want something else or you get to pay me in other ways and it's just like I don't want but at the same time also every man in the movie besides Blair Underwood's character and Usher's character for the most part now Usher's character wasn't problematic at all Mm -mm. those are the only two unproblematic men in the movie Jay Farrow was a piece of shit terrible (laughs) and James Vanderbeek, who I love James Vanderbeek as a villain. Like, and he keeps showing up in all these super diverse movies as like the good villain. Like mm-hmm. he was in the first season of Pose as a villain. And he he played that character well too. I keep getting like as he gets older, I keep getting him and Mark Paul Gossler mixed up. <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely and then the funny thing is Mark Paul Gossler is doing woke shit too. Yeah, he is. Wasn't he in some shit which um He's in mixed ish. He's the dad. Oh, okay. Hmm, I didn't know that. And then they're coming out with Say by the Bell, uh a new one where Zach is the governor and his son goes to Bayside and Kelly's in it and uh Slater and Jesse. What? It's gonna be on Peacock. Peacock? What is that? It's the NBC streaming service. Mm. Damn, everybody got a streaming service. Yeah, I'm waiting for that bubble to purse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all the Mark Parr Gossel was also in that Tone Bell show that they had for a couple weeks. It was it was made by what's his name, 
Will Packer. It was terrible. Mm. I hate Will Packer shit. I was gonna too. say everybody hates Will Packer. <laughs> it's something like these new Hollywood elite black people. I don't fuck with most of them. The only mm. one I really like is Kenya. And then people will be hating on his shit. Like, oh, another ish. Another ish. We're tired. <laughs> that should be funny, though. Grownish yeah. is dope as fuck. I still haven't watched it. One, a, one day I'm going to get on it. I'm also a Chloe Bailey stan. Yeah, I realized. Who isn't? Bruh. Sis is out here. Dicker than a snicker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nigga. It's like, damn. And then I'll be like, she too young. But God damn it. That's my type. <laughs> and no, her sister looks way too young. Yeah, because she's so tiny. She's so much tinier. And then like people be like, no, she, no, like, no. And they're only, what, two years apart? A year apart? Yeah. But she, Chloe look way older than Hallie. Mm hmm. It's the body, literally. <laughs> it's literally the body. Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of seeing Birkin bags. <laughs> Let's talk about that shit. Okay, so I don't even know how it started. How did Birkin bags become the the trending topic of the last week or so? It's uh, Sweetie's fault. Oh yeah, when she had that thing. We try to find that video. If he not give you a Birkin, if he not pay for your bills, just let that nigga back to the streets, okay? In full disclosure, if you sweetie, you can do that shit. That's a bad bitch. That's basically it. But, you know, people take things personally and literally. Like, oh, so y'all just telling all these. I'm tired of seeing hurt nigga feelings. And I used to be one of these hurt ass niggas too. So I remember the struggle. But damn it. <laughs> so yeah, everybody um <laughs> broke bitches took that to heart. <laughs> and broke niggas also. And broke niggas more than broke bitches. Broke niggas yeah. were absolutely upset. Devastated. Academics. I hate that nigga. First of all, we know that nigga to pay for many. That nigga bought. First of all, being on Twitter talking about I'm rich, that's lame. I don't care how rich you are. Having to actually say I'm rich is just like cringy to me. <laughs> we would be upset if one of the Kardashians said some shit like that. <laughs> just, We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> right exactly uh so i'm just like first of all that was the first thing but then for you to be like and i ain't buying no what did he say i ain't buying no woman no bergen or i ain't i'm rich and i ain't buying no a woman shit or something this is actually the bookmark i did laugh out loud if you believe what she's saying you a simp i'm rich and i ain't buying a chick shit first of all nigga i know you lying because he got simp written all over him and i ain't gonna ask somebody who would do the same thing if I had money, I'd be buying bitches Birkins left and right, nigga. <laughs> you ain't got enough game or finesse to not be a simp. 
So that's feel, number one. That's one of the moments where I feel like she low key just read me at the same time as reading academics. <laughs> um, I don't. I, first of all, I don't even like the term simp or what it stands for, what it means. I think people just misuse it, but I think it's a valid thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people misuse it. Uh, second of all, nigga, we ain't never seen you with a woman at all ever especially not with no Birkin so once again I feel like she's reading me off no, <laughs> you not even the tweet is not even for you my nigga that's that's the shit though if it's not for you just chill let it be I saw that shit I was like yeah niggas definitely should be buying sweetie a fucking Birkin but then at the same time like <laughs> sweetie is she's a silly character like she has a lot of personas that she does especially online like her saying some shit like that is her you know what i'm saying like flexing but in a playful way like it's not like she really trying to give you know these bitches the game on what type of niggas to shoot like she just talking about her and her nigga and then plus you know them niggas just be caked up doing normal nigga shit normal nigga shit they just got money most of them burgers she got are probably hers hers that she bought (laughs) right I don't know she was sweetie before Quavo right exactly she was an icy girl before all of this shit that shit is still (laughs) wild to me though icy girl and glacier boy cause that shit only works if you're Quavo that's it but I mean I mean, he's Quavo. She's sweetie. It's it makes sense for them. I, I think d- they're a cute couple. I do too. That uh, that video where he threw the snowball at her and mm. she was so bad. He's like, she mad. She. Mad. I was like, this is a real nigga. <laughs> she a spicy one. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> Anytime um, a girl hits you with that, what the fuck, bro? I don't want to say spicy because that could be her being what Filipino. That could be taken. But y'all know what I'm trying to say, golly. <laughs> Politically correct. Oh my god. But yeah, like it is it just wasn't it was a lot of hurting it. Like, why do niggas be so excited to shit on like <laughs> things that they can't do? Like but but in under the guise of like also shitting on women at the same time you know what it is i'm not defending this it's hurt feelings it's hit dogs hollering it's that and it's also niggas be getting tired of women saying how much we ate shit that when we got a chance we like oh we gonna stick this to them yeah i mean i can see that but they it'd be deep bro it'd be i'm all for let one day we read the fuck out of this one celebrity mm-hmm. but that was last week why yeah. are we still talking about Birkin bags <laughs> and then why are it's like people being like we should embrace black wealth like let me stop you right there I'm just saying I ain't valuing this capitalism shit that y'all are like that uber wealthy shit mm. I will not uh, fight for the civil rights of rich niggas <laughs> that's where I'm at with it Will do I think that it, it's not a negative to see rich and wealthy black people of course not can it be aspirational for some people sure but let's not act like this is the new civil rights movement 
Like the shit yeah. like Kanye be trying to do, be like they're trying to keep me off the board of these. It's like this is what Mandela was fighting. Like no, no, the fuck it wasn't. Basic human rights is what these people were fighting for. It's not the shit. It's not rich nigga problems. Mm-hmm. I um, I liked or retweeted somebody's retweet retweet once that said what is a myth about capitalism or something and it was um somebody retweeted and said that the black version was better or that the black version was different (laughs) yeah or that the black just the idea that the way that we will solve our problems is by having wealthy black people is so misguided Mm -hmm. and it just completely ignores class in america Mm -hmm. now while i will say that race and class are separate within our own communities class separates us at a way bigger level absolutely and we perpetuate that and then we also just as americans we idolize that as some kind of virtue of being wealthy Mm -hmm. therefore we're inherently better so it makes sense that black people as being the true americans that we are would embrace that but it's not going to lead to our liberation overall i'm t- i'm tired of birkins i'm tired of seeing birkins i'm tired of people talking about birkins they're so played out at this point like i'm, I, I'm over we have killed the birkin I, craze I, I like this is a man completely on the outside of this i literally thought birkins weren't cool anymore <laughs> like dead ass yeah because it was like you didn't hear about them until like literally maybe like half a year ago maybe a year ago you heard about them probably you heard about them i used to hear about them rap songs like niggas talk about buying birkenbacks for their girls i mean like yeah but But i feel like like the resurgence yeah but like i don't know I don't know. I don't know shit about handbags. That's not part of my fashion repertoire that I know. I mean, they've definitely still, obviously, um, held their um, worth because you have to get on the motherfucking wait list or you have to be, you know what I'm saying? You can't just walk into a store and buy a Birkin. Right. Um, But I'm just... But I also feel like that's also one of those things that's so beyond actual people's asp- like attainable aspirations mm-hmm. that it, it makes no sense to waste time arguing about it like if rich niggas can't get the shit <laughs> what the fuck is our poor ass niggas doing yeah like why the hell do you think that I don't know it's just <sighs> I'm <You're- just> so- <laughs> You know it is. It's this Twitter shit that's designed to keep us distracted from staying woke and voting. Yeah, that that whole thing, man. So Trump uh, led these niggas into the motherfucking wintry forest, apparently. <laughs> Yo, the idea that he would leave his supporters in the cold, in the cold, deserted is the perfect allegory for what's going to happen when he no longer needs these niggas. Literally. God sent these motherfuckers a sign Mm -hmm. and they just. Yep. (laughs) 
he's showing you who he is but what's crazy though is like if these people were going to hear him speak they probably already voted for his ass at this point but it's like you know i don't feel bad for the people i don't you know what i'm saying like you have seen this man be completely reckless and fuckless for years and you trusted him and And now look at you he has betrayed you now look at you now y'all got hospital bills (laughs) for having to go to the er because it was that freaking cold like it was three miles from their cars three miles in 30 degree weather hell no they were out there for hours Mm -mm. but uh what is somebody somebody said something that was funny as fuck i can't remember I'm just I'm I'm not ready for election night. Me neither. I was also wondering, like we're we've been recording on Tuesdays. Oh yeah. I kind of I don't know, man. I might not be in the mood to record. I I'm gonna have a lot of anxiety. Me too. And I've seen a lot of um like speculation about like us not really getting the results on time and yeah. Like I don't want to be just over here waiting. I know with we, bated breath like that, especially with our both neg- uh, nervous energy. Mm-mm. Speaking of which, my parents fucking voted yesterday. They going on fucking dates, voting and shit. Okay, honeymooners. <laughs> they out here wilding. It's cute, but that should also be like, man, fuck these. <laughs> like who are these new niggas? But yeah, I don't know. Like last time, I don't think I waited for the results. I think I just kind of woke up to it, or I was up. I think I saw on Twitter or some shit, and I was like, "Fuck!" People were tweeting me, be like, "Is there any chance?" I remember Thomas tweeted me. He was like, "Can she win?" <laughs> and I was like, if "She lose Pennsylvania, it's over. It's a wrap." And she lost Pennsylvania. I just, I don't know. I can't take another four years. I am like fed up of this shit now. I'm just, I just cannot. I literally cannot fathom another term. I cannot. I don't. My brain won't even let me think about any of what that would even look like. Like, I just, I can't, I can't. It just can't happen. Like, I can't see. I don't want to think about the disaster that will come and how much worse it will be than it has been. I thought about the joke it was. It was, they said, uh, Trump uh, Trump knew that they didn't have a way back to the cars, but he didn't want to make them panic so that he didn't tell them. <laughs> that's because you know that's what he, they said about the pandemic mm-hmm. he knew it was bad but he didn't want to make the, the stock market panic it is what it is basically yo they gave up now they just like yo I am so sick and tired of a certain segment of people that we will not name <laughs> specifically but I'm just tired of their fucking bullshit we've been tired that's not new yeah, I know you didn't watch uh, This Is Us, but it came back yesterday, and it takes place during the pandemic and Black Lives Matter and everything else. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, 
it was reca- like going through the year again and then because Randall and his family are black, it was showing what it was like. And it's like, damn, we really did live through that shit. This year. And those months were terrible. Yeah, it was a weird, weird time. And then it was like people were listening to us, buying our shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And it was just like, we were just tired, man. Like, we've been experiencing, like, oh, this is what else I was going to tell you. As one of my Facebook notifications was a memory from five years ago. And I looked at it, I was like, damn, that's a lot. So I've read a lot of comments and statuses lately. I'm going to say this. I dare you to dress up in black, as a black person and wear blackface. Wear it to work. Let your boss see you. Wear it in public. Wear it around black people. Let's just see what happens. Because, hey, it's not a big deal, right? Mm. I got 68 comments on that one. And you were all up in here because this is pre-podcast. You were like, yeah, I'm going to ride for my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was. I was looking at the comments and these motherfuckers have been stupid. I feel like I think I remember him kind of dirty blondish. Yeah. Ugly as shit. Yeah, he does oh. have a weird face. I'm not even going to lie. But he always used to say some semi-racist bullshit. He's like, wasn't a big fan. I mean, wasn't a big deal until past year or two. Now no one can do anything that might offend somebody without being publicly humiliated. People are so fragile now. And we both read the fuck out of him. Oh, shit. I love it. What did I say? Because I don't remember. You were first up on here. <laughs> um, No. Black people have always thought it was a big deal. We just never had a voice. You think the slaves who blackface was created to mock and humiliate had a say or on how blackface was racist get the fuck out of here (laughs) (laughs) and people who commit racial acts should be publicly humiliated hell that's the least of their worries most of them have jobs and he'll and hell most of them are rewarded for doing bogus shit like this nobody gives a fuck about your wimpy embarrassment black people were hung from trees publicly while while being tortured to death for white speculation and entertainment. Try that for public humiliation. Hell, please beat Rodney King to a pulp on national TV and didn't give a goddamn. <laughs> that is public humiliation. Someone calling someone out for committing a racist act is the slightest punishment. Damn, the question, the question is, why are so many white people so fragile about black people being angry about our own humiliation? Dang, I'm out. I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> miracle, miracle, spiritual. <laughs> that I was sister soldiering for real back then. <laughs> and then somebody else came in. They, I want to read their whole thing. How many likes did I get? <laughs> you only got three on that one. Oh, it's all right. It's okay. That's when we were reading the fuck out of white people. We didn't give a fuck. It wasn't for the likes. It was for, it was the, for the calls. <laughs> Let me flex on these niggas real quick. But yeah. That's oh. hilarious. Damn, that was a good So mine read. was first off, don't call people offended by blackface fragile blackface fragile. It should have been settled a long time ago that this is unacceptable. Secondly, I made a post about this two years ago and before about how this was unacceptable. This has been offensive way before you were just ignorant to that fact. So just because you and other people defending someone's right to wear blackface were in your own bubble doesn't give you the right to act like we weren't offended before. 
whatever you think, but wearing blackface and dressing up for Halloween are not the same thing. I dare you to do it then. See what happens. Wow. <laughs> Duck, you need to delete some people off your profile, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Doug, trying to tell us how to keep peace. <laughs> Protect your peace, my nigga, in, in, in short. And then somebody was like, I find this movie offensive, of course. Mm-hmm. Robert came back and was like, I can understand being offended by blackface, by somebody doing blackface with racial intentions. That shit isn't cool and never has been. But if a white person who wants to be a rapper for Halloween, aka the white teacher who wanted to be Kanye, because that's what it was about, the dude mm-hmm. that just wore blackface and shutter shades mm-hmm. nobody can is that really black and white nobody can dress anyone from a different ethnic background for Halloween without offending people and being called a bigot then me being the smart ass I am if you want to put black or brown face on no but you can it can be done so man examples receipts receipts mm-hmm. receipts and then of course true I guess some people just take it too far light work to these motherfuckers <laughs> like we be we were like slaying these dragon <laughs> slayers my nigga first of her name that's hilarious <laughs> I love it wow I and then, miss those days and then we also get a, another uh guest appearance from somebody that would play a part in our future mark why is a white man always trying to tell a black man what he can or can't be offended by my man markham and i just have exclamation points and you literally like i literally just said the same thing on somebody else's post markham (laughs) (laughs) oh wow those were the days hey Man, but to think about that, it's been a lot of shit going on since we've been adults for so long. Like, but that was the beginning of that Trump shit. Mm-hmm. All this shit is a backlash to Obama years. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Or as Van Jones said, the night of the election, a white lash. And I hate that nigga because he he be working with Trump and them too. Yikes. You got that work, but you working with them people as the philosopher Webby once said. <laughs> but man, wow, I miss reading the fuck out of white people. I mean, we kind of do. I don't want to do it as much each week. Yeah, it doesn't hey, happen as often. Hey, the first couple episodes, we had people pissed. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't care then. I still don't care. I still feel the same way. I just don't focus on it as much. People people mistake us not liking elements of white supremacy as being anti-white. Yeah, no. People think that that's racist. Yeah. It's like, you have no fucking idea what racism is. <laughs> Scruples. You know what else? I'm tired of these young niggas acting like Obama just fucking used drones and didn't do a lot of amazing shit. Mm-hmm. I saw a thread today. I think Jumpman Z reposted it. He's like... <laughs> Uh, all these niggas born in 1992 want to tell us <laughs> what Obama didn't do. Like they weren't on their parents' insurance from 18 okay. to 25. Okay, like he didn't. Uh, you weren't the one that even voted for his ass. Like you didn't get a ta- like your mama didn't get a tax credit for that. Oh one 
Ford Expedition <laughs> for cash for clunkers and she gave you that car to go to college like you didn't get health care like you didn't uh, get student loans through the federal government hmm. but he, he didn't do nothing he didn't do enough get the fuck out of here I was outside like Joe Budden be saying I was out here that nigga did a lot that you wasn't with me shooting in the gym right this this nigga saved America from itself and once again it's time for black people to save America from itself and some of y'all niggas don't want to fucking do the job okay that's alright all you niggas is out here trying to talk about Trump and all these black people be like oh I'm, I'm undecided fuck you nigga yeah Undecided. like what there's no such thing abominable snowman <laughs> Loch Ness monster Bigfoot undecided voters all of the exact same thing. <laughs> they don't exist. Like what? <laughs> They're fugazi. You fairy either, dust. It's, it's two sides of the coin. That's it. Just say you're not voting and go on somewhere. Right. Or just say you're going to vote for Trump, which is what a lot of these people are doing. Or that. Or that. It is okay. But don't tell me about no third party. Don't tell me about none of this other stuff. Either you with us or you against us. I have been seeing, though, a lot of uh, reports of the younger demographic voting um oh yeah hopefully generation z saves us from ourselves hopefully because these niggas are radicalized Mm -hmm. they're radical for christ i'm just (laughs) 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 but uh yeah i'm just tired man like we still follow for the same tricks from 2016 and then this is my other beef and yeah this was my uh candidate of choice kamala but I'm so tired of niggas acting like, oh, she's uh, pandering. Nigga, everybody fucking panders. Or I hate, I hate the, she gonna put everybody in jail. I'm like, oh my Shut God. Shut the fuck up. And then plus, now all these Republicans are like, oh, she's the most liberal senator in uh, America, which is true. But let these niggas tell you on Twitter, she's a fucking secret Republican. Mm-hmm. No, she's the most liberal senator in the United States Senate. I hate, I just hate this, like... The misinformation. Election noise. White noise. (laughs) That is definitely (laughs) gonna be the title of this shit. (laughs) I'm sick of it. Sick of it. I love recording with you. You're fucking amazing. (laughs) You know, I have my moments. I have my moments. I love my my favorite part about recording is we be hyping each other up until we get cross a line. Like, whoa, nigga! Oh. <laughs> be like, mm, I want to take that out. <laughs> Would it be so bad? As, ah. <laughs> I feel you, but I don't know. If we can put that shit out. <laughs> And now I feel like fuck filing taxes because look at our president. That nigga said $750 was a filing fee. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he's a scammer. He just pulls the shit out. Oh, that was the filing fee for taxes. A uh, filing fee for taxes? We elected a fuckboy. Well, no, not we. Stupid. You bum-ass motherfuckers elected a fuckboy. They. They. (laughs) (laughs) I voted for Mrs. Clinton. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and them elected a fuck. They still be acting like she the president of the United States. Fox News will let you believe that Hillary Clinton is out here running some shit. I mean, she kind of act like that sometimes too, though. She do. She's <laughs> like, well, if I was in power, but Ma'am. you're not. Just let it, just let it go, sis. It's like, all right. Yeah, I ain't gonna disrespect her and call her like a bitch or something. But sis, you had you had your run. I voted first for lady, you. and you know, I, you, I really wish you had won. You tried, but yeah, I mean, it's okay. Just bow out gracefully. She can't do that. She can't. She don't want. And to. I and I I don't blame her. She want. I th- I feel like she really wants to have her fifteen minutes of fame. I feel like at the end of the day, she feels like she deserves a little bit more respect than she's given Mm -hmm. and i definitely understand that she was the first woman to lead the party ticket Mm -hmm. she will be remembered in history as one of the greatest women in american history it's just she's annoying i just really i really want for kamala to be the vice i just really i really it would be so dope and I don't know why niggas don't think that that would be dope. I don't either. What? What do she you been, hate about? She's out here flexing. Like. She's an AKA. We could have an AKA, <laughs> a bougie AKA auntie as vice president. From Howard. That's the American dream, baby. That's the black American dream. Right. Everybody got that one light skinned aunt that's a that's an AKA that's bougie as fuck. And y'all niggas wanna act like she the first one that y'all ever came oh. into contact with. I love that she be laughing at niggas in their fucking faces she when they really ask her is. stupid she ass questions. Really like, and her grin be big as fuck. I know. <laughs> she be like, this fucking it. Like I just be wanting to know what be going through her head. Like She looks like she cuss a lot. And I, she might be my dream uh, guest. <laughs> like just from behind the scenes, like man, you remember the couple came in? Oh, <laughs> I thought she was gonna she was gonna be no real nigga. Her and them them fresh roller sets. Man, what do people want? They don't know. They just want to <laughs> argue all the time. And then people act like Joe Biden ain't a decent person. People want to be mad. I just don't. I don't like that everybody try to act like some other nigga. Like everybody's fucking stupid if they ain't on their dumbass fucking wave. Mm-hmm. Like y'all niggas ain't reading through the lines, <laughs> nigga. You don't read the lines. <laughs> the fuck you gonna tell me about me being un in, uninformed about some shit? But yeah, I'm just ready for this election to be over. Hopefully, it goes the way I hope, and. Biden is president because it's too. Uh, did you see the shit? I can't put what what Trump was saying, but he stressful. was pretty much saying that that Biden isn't going to make it, and then Kamala will be president. They are really scared of that. As opposed to Trump, though, he's white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Me neither. And then plus, why they keep acting like Trump is some pillar of health? Like I'm fat. This nigga fat as fuck too, and he's got fifty years on me. Yeah. And he be eating McDonald's every day. <laughs> and then he sleeps like three hours a day. And he out here with the COVID, just right? Willingly. Joe Biden, no mask. Be biking like five miles a day. 
be out here fixing cars and shit. Got swag out the ass. And these niggas ain't happy. (laughs) This is the white man we've always liked. Nobody knows what they want. They just want to. They just want to argue and be right. People are waiting for Jesus to walk through the door, and Jesus ain't walking through the door. Jesus ain't coming back for us. <laughs> we don't deserve it. Jesus ain't coming back for us, and then Obama ain't coming back for us because we don't deserve that shit either. People didn't take it like people didn't appreciate it, and now people trying to well, white people are trying to come for Sasha Obama. She used the N word. She's black. She's black. <laughs> I need y'all to it's get not, that through your head. It's not a slur when we say it to each other. No, we can't use the slur because hard R be hitting a little bit different. Hard R is funny when we use it. <laughs> I, I actually have to stop using it as much on here because I know people be listening like, what the fuck are they listening to? My friend Cleveland love a good hard R. Hey, it ain't nothing like me like these. <laughs> it just it just, oh, it just tickles the soul it's, it's, a, it's just the jada say quoi it's a it's a it's a good palate cleanser it's freeing yeah you will because it's like just full on just judging these niggas and you be like <laughs> look at this shit but also just having that power knowing that you can just outwardly and openly say it and, and then what is somebody gonna say <gasps> You're racist against who? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It, I really wish. I don't know. I'm at the point now. I'm. It's almost like the undecided voter thing. I think people have to know that it's it's not the same. What you mean when we say nigga? Oh yeah, they know you. They know like they just want to say it because we make that shit sound cool. Yeah. That's all that it, that's all that it is. Not only should you understand that, but we have been explaining that for a while about why we can say it and why you cannot. They just don't want to accept it. No. So yeah, people know. And every group has their words that they reclaim. Mhm. To be honest, I don't use the word white white trash or I'll say the C word. I'm going to cut it out just in case <laughs> somebody gets in their feelings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't use those words. I don't say the F word. Yeah, me neither. I don't say the R word. Black AF, like fucking white people. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, why did Scotty Beam have to post that picture? With the dress? We love a good thigh slit dress. Somebody was like, some girl was like lady boner <laughs> true i was like i manifested this true I true true oh I, I forgot i was gonna tell everybody uh the person i couldn't remember was taylor rooks that was i had so to fine s- that you had to unfollow yes Whew, that is a fine woman <laughs> and she is smart as hell mm-hmm and she's very smart very well spoken that's why i was glad that she was in the bubble in the beginning because she got to shine as being a reporter mm-hmm. and it like twitter be trying to always make it about her looks but she's a talented woman i did listen to that one episode she did on breakfast club about being in the bubble but only because <laughs> she was on it and she was talking about the bubble yeah. it was actually a pretty decent uh episode other than you know charlamagne trying to be problematic 
just asking about if have any of the players shot their shot and shit. I'm just like, sir. I never understand why somebody would approach her with that. She handles herself with such grace that you. She's like, not even going to tell you. Yeah. If, you know what I'm it's saying? It's not like, your fucking business. Quit being weird, nigga. Quit being a creep. You too old. You too old to be this creepy. Like, please calm down. Um, somebody posted a whole like montage of him and his creepy moments yeah, one day. I saw I that. Like, Ooh, the worst. Jesus, this is cringy. His wife has got to be embarrassed. Um, bless her. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.